Let's bring in our panel to discuss all things about the consumer. Jen Rogers Niffen, CEO of J. Rogers Niffen WWE, is with us. Jerome Martis, Director of Consumer Research at Refinitiv, both with us. What I think is interesting is uh, our earlier guest talked about a cautious consumer. What are some of the findings from Refinitiv, Jerome? We've had, obviously, a new kickoff. We had a good holiday season. Uh, what are your thoughts? Sure, we had our first reading uh, for the year. December retail sales came in weaker than expected, but our findings at Refinitiv in collaboration with Merrill Blue Public Opinion tells us that the number one gift the this past holiday season was gift cards. The issue with that is that consumers are notorious for carrying gift cards for months in their wallets without redeeming them, which means withholding the influx of revenue immediately into the December numbers because the gift cards number sales don't actually get posted or reported when the cards are purchases, purchased, but rather when they are redeemed. So it doesn't mean that the consumer didn't go out and spend. It just means that those sales are not reflected in the latest numbers. They could be reflected even later, months from now. Now, the consumer yeah. itself has been more upbeat because of the new year, because of the accessibility to the vaccines, and also because of the new stimulus checks that have come in. Having said that, the first quarter will be the first quarter that Refinitiv is expected to see positive earnings growth for retailers after facing what, what, what has been a difficult year for them. Right. Yeah. Jen, what do you think? I mean, how, what's your outlook telling you based on you? I know you do a lot of checks uh, with consumers and with stores. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, NRF told us that holiday was up 8% in that range for the retail group. And that's a strongest performance in at least a decade, longer than a decade. So we saw a pretty interested consumer. The consumer got less interested in January until the $600 check started hitting because 70% of those have been received. And the consumer is going to go out and spend the first 30% of what he or she gets pretty quickly. Then they're going to put another 30% back to spend gradually over time, along with those gift cards, which did, in fact, as Jerome said, Jerome said set a record. It was a big year for gift cards. We're going to see that come back soon, too. So I think the consumer, as far as spending goes, is in pretty good shape. They've got the 600 bucks. They've got the gift cards. And they're probably going to get about a $1,400 check soon between now and the beginning of April. So I'm expecting consumer discretionary to go crazy in April and tamp down consumer staples that have been going crazy all during 2020. Because I don't know about you, but I've got two closets full of toilet paper. I've got four giant bottles of dishwashing liquid. I've got stuff all over my house. It'll take me a year to get my freezer empty. So there's, you're not going to need to buy all those staples if you don't think you're going to be trapped in your house and not be able to get out to buy anything because it's all gone off of the shelves. So staples down, yeah. consumer discretionary goes crazy in April when we all have a shot. We have more money in our pocket. Jobs are coming back. Everything's reopening because even all of the states that were shut down are now saying, this may have not have been the best idea we had. We need to get people back to work. And that's exactly what we're seeing today, Jan. And to your point, uh, Jerome, is what we're seeing, right? Jan, you're talking about staples down, discretionary up, and that's what we're seeing, more risk on, right? That would be discretionary. And the defensive play of staples is actually to the downside. Quickly, what are some names you like, Jerome? 
definitely when we see strength for the rest of the year, we're still going to see an uptick in do-it-yourself projects, which is going to still benefit Home Depot. Lowe's health and wellness is still a top priority for consumers. So at leisure is still expected to be strong. Also, a lot of the sporting goods, Dick Sporting Goods, Vista Sporting Goods, and Hibbit Sports. And finally, um, the discretionary, um, the, the, I'm sorry, the so discounters are also continuing expected to do well, Walgreens and Target um, yeah. and Costco. Yeah. You know, Jan, what do you think? I mean, we actually, I see some notes here. Of, I'm smiling because I see about alcohol sales. Um, you know, that was essential. Those stores stayed open. Um, Jan, what do you think are some of the winners going forward? I would agree with most of what I just heard from Jerome. I like Walmart still. I like Costco. I still like Target. Because even though we're going to see less staples, more discretionary, these guys do a lot in discretionary as well, and they're winning the market share game. I also like, on the other side of the fence, all of the off-price guys, Burlington, TJ Maxx, Ross. They're going to have a good run here as the business comes back. And then I also like branded product. Well, luxury is going to win the game. They're already winning the game. So if you're LVMH or you're... Gucci or caring rather, your Hermes, your Prada, your any of those, you're already winning the game. You're just going to win those even more. That's going to be the strongest thing coming through the end of the year here or the beginning of the year. But we're also going to see good numbers out of people like Nike because the strong brands are going to win. So yeah, I think luxury brands, strong brands, even Ralph Lauren, Tapestry, Capri, those are going to win as we come into this new consumer. And I think that apparel That's a lot of win. Were there any losers, Jan? Well, I think all the consumer staples guys, <laughs> they start to struggle, except for people like Estelada, right? Because they're not really a staple right. when you think about it. They go with things like apparel and accessories and shoes. So actually, I think yeah. the consumer is going to be strong. I think consumer discretionary is going to be strong. And I think all those people I just named are going to be strong. There aren't all winners, but there's going to be a lot of right. winners. Right. Jerome, I'll give you the final... Yeah, and that's good stuff, Jan. Jerome, I'll give you the final thought. I think it's really interesting how we talk about luxury and that doing so well. I know there are some folks who've been more cautious, spending less, or, you know, we're seeing loans down. That was something that we talked about earlier, or just spending less overall. And um, lending has been down. So is the cautious consumer gone and people are going to spend in the second half? Final thought, quick, Jerome. Absolutely. The reading for Refinitiv does show uh, um, continued growth into the second half of the year, especially for earnings. Also, online retail sales are also expected to continue to grow as a percentage of retail sales. So far, we're estimating that it grew 15% in 2020 um, as a percentage for the fourth quarter. And that's expected to continue to grow even further to about 17% for the remainder of the year because consumers will have, are now um, accustomed to shop online, and they've learned to rely on a fast and efficient way of shopping. Mm, yeah. Thank you both, Jan and Jerome. Always great to see you. Jan Rogers-Niffen, Jerome Martise. Great conversation all about retail and the consumer.